please join with me, brothers and sisters, in extending a warm welcome to these vibrations. Yes, sir. We are back. Episode 45. Black Broadway. We're in the building. Yeah. Let's go. Alright, yeah. Welcome back, y'all. Another episode of Black Broadway. Episode 45. We halfway there, y'all. Special guest in the house tonight. My man, my hundred grand. Homie from way back. Got Eli in the building. Shout out to people, Eli. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna do that again. Yes, sir. And we still in the building. I got my co-pilot, my co-host, the big homie, Vito Bronson, man. Hey, Vito, send this up to the people. What up, man? I'm only the big homie by a month and a half. So That's right. Yo, everybody, welcome back. Another week, another day. Black Broadway, episode 0.5, man. We are in the building. We are broadcasting live from the palatial estates of Calorama Street, Northwest, beautiful Adams Morgan. And we are in here drinking some high-quality, slow rye, and we are chilling. From the farmer's market. From the farmer's market, because that's what market. you do in Gentrified D.C. You get your whiskey for the farmer's market, okay? And this is damn good whiskey. And this shit is excellent, <laughs> yo. Straight up and down. We are in here, okay? We, like, straight up. We are here, y'all. Yo, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in once again and rocking with the Black Broadway uh, uh, podcast, man. I'm your host, Kill, U Street Fresh. I got my co-host, co-pilot in the building with me, Vito Bronson. Vito Bronson, at Vito Bronson. Hey, shout outs. At Eli Lake. That's right, and we got in the house, special invited (laughs) guest, guest columnist for Bloomberg View, world-renowned writer and journalist, and my homie, Eli Lake. Shout out to the people, Eli, man. I'd like to tell the people. What do you want to tell them? I'd just like to say... That I am among you, and it's great to be here. <laughs> it's love, man. Word. Yo, we are here, man. It's been a crazy-ass fucking week in just news and current events, and the internet's been going ham. It's just been out of control, y'all, and we're going to talk about it all here on episode 0.5 of Black Broadway. Don't forget, we still not at one yet. We on our way, y'all. So, like, we're just going to start off, really, with letting everybody know that we had a great time last weekend, all those events that we've been telling y'all about, that we've been pumping, man, it went down last weekend, man. Big shout-outs once again to the Rock Creek Social Club crew, as always, the homies. Man, they had that Everyday People brunch at um, Red Rocks on 8th Street. 8th um, Street, yeah. yeah. 1348 Chef Roble. Chef Roble, man. Yeah. Big shout-outs to Chef Roble. The food was looking incredible, G. That shit was just top-notch, man. The, the house was full, just packed with beautiful ladies, man. It was a good look. All three floors of Red Rocks popping. Everyday people came together very nicely, man. And it was just a really good look. It was a beautiful hot Sunday in D.C. It was just love, man. You know what I'm saying? And man, shout out to Ains for... The yo, exactly, yo. Shout out to Ains, Just, and Scooty for Fly V. Yeah, man, everything worked out. You know what I'm saying? And we had a great time, yo. So, like, everybody just stay tuned and just stay focused for all of the new events and everything that we bringing you. And if you wasn't in the building... Make sure you don't miss the next shit I tell you about, man, because, hey, I'm going to be there. So, you know, 
you will probably want to be there as well, yo. We had sundresses and whiskey. Also, yo, like I said, I had an H Street weekend last week, man. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even though Black Broadway is definitely a nod to historical U Street and, like, how we do things out on U Street and just the historical context of that, every now and again we cross North Capitol Street and, you know, find yeah. ourselves on the east side. east side. And it was lit this weekend on the east side. It was, you know, H Street is more or less the northeast equivalent of U Street, for real. I tell you why for real, because both of them motherfuckers got burnt down in the riots, and they just built the shit back up. So how long was that? How many years was that? Nineteen fucking sixty-eight. <laughs> it took between the nineteen. 50, the yeah, 50, took a good fifty. Yeah, okay. it took, took a good fifty. You know, since <laughs> all of our, you know, adolescent lives for all of that to happen. Right. But now, all of our parents, yeah, and all of that, our man. Birth and life. But I'm just glad I'm young <laughs> enough to enjoy this shit, man. So H Street is really popping now, man. So. And like, and also, um, and opposed to the sundresses and whiskey party, they had the, the everyday people party, and that was lit. But pardon me, the sundresses and whiskey party is what I really wanted to talk about. That was at a place called Touche. It's on 12th and H, like okay. 12, 14, H Street, something zone, like that. Yeah, there. right there by the auto yeah, zone, across, across street from Horace and Dickies. Okay, that's what anybody that's really from the hood know. It's across the street from Horace and Dickies, alright? So, yeah. it was... Go get your fish. Get your fried fish. The best fried... <laughs> you ever eat Horace and Dickies either? No, I'm not a... No. You know a fried fish? I cannot fish say that I'm No. You know a fried fish now? fish? Uh, yeah, I'm about it. Not my favorite. <laughs> okay. Yo, man, you need to take yourself over to Horace and Dickies on a Friday or whatever and get you a fish sandwich with like eight pieces of water. I'd do that. I'd do that. Yo, you need to do that, man. That's going to be a good look for you. But anyway, sundresses and whiskey was the event that brought me over to that side of town. And that was thrown by my homies Jolly Man, Tommy Collins, TC, and my man um, Jamil Hassan. They put this whole thing together, and it was really an event that just revolved around like bringing beautiful women together in sundresses and bringing dudes who like whiskey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And sundresses. And sundresses. <laughs> and we was in the building. It was so popular. That's like man. a whole different level of sophistication and sexy yeah, it, all rolled into one yeah, and it was and it was a good that the man appreciates trust me yeah it was <laughs> it was definitely some beautiful ladies in the building man you know what I'm saying I had my eyes on a couple so you know what I'm saying it was it was nice to you know scope out the scenery there and that was a rooftop party too on a Saturday though that was on a Saturday yeah. I should have came and party with you on the, on these rooftops look man. I'm tired of you saying you should have came and party with hey, me on this podcast me, you gotta call me <laughs> Pre going to the party, and I'll go with you to hey, the look, party. Tagline is, I'm everywhere, you ain't never there. Alright? So, for real. I'm, I'm tired of not being never there, but you yeah, know, I got hey, real life shit to do, so. Hey, don't be all, man. This is all work, and this is all for the culture, yo. I want to be able to inform our listeners and let people know what's happening out here in these streets. Let people know, like, how things are going, like... What type of events you need to be at? Who the brothers that are throwing these events? Who the people that are really putting this whole shit together for the city, for the culture, and pushing it forward, man? So, like, pay attention. Listen to Black Broadway. Go check our website. We're going to have the event calendar up. We're going to have the photo gallery up so you can see what you did miss. You might see yourself in a picture, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here snapping. So it's whatever, man. You guys got to get in touch with this, man. A Street was lit last weekend. It was really a good look. So... I'm glad that everybody came out last weekend and had a really good time. And last episode, man, we had a really good time. We had everybody able to jump off. Man, listen, this goddamn 
computer and these goddamn text messages is hey, killing man, me, yo. Popping in the streets. I'm popping in the streets. It's, I'm good. Like, it's, it's good. It's so it's so cool because like so you're in 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 circulation. I'm in circulation a little bit. I wish you know this is one of those times where you be mad at like Apple for being so synchronized with your whole life. It's I'm like, like mad at Apple like generally. a lot. <laughs> hey, I can't fight. I'm not mad at Apple anymore. I used to be hey, until I Apple changed my life. I wouldn't be doing a podcast right year. now if it wasn't for the miracles of that. Right, let me tell you something. I don't want to be too much of a tangent. But they, remember when they had that iTunes match? And they were like, hey, we match everything in your iTunes library. You can access it in the cloud and everything. Sort of. So I you see all these that. records in my room here. Right. So I so had a lot of that, and, and they wouldn't rest. recognize it. And then I couldn't get access to it, and I yeah. freaked out. I'm like, you actually spent time. I'm like, to... I can't believe you, Apple. Because <laughs> 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 up until then, Yo. I was really I, every Yo, new Mac I come out with it, I'd be like, oh, I love Yo. it, I love it. And then I was like, you know what? You lost me, Apple. You fuck me. Yo, Apple, I got beef with y'all right now too because you're just another big computer. Look. Internet company, whatever the fuck. I'm telling you, yeah, I got their music. Show us music, love in the uh, iTunes store, Apple. Yeah, all right? Get our podcast. Get our podcast on the iTunes store. That? I've submitted all the necessary, <laughs> you know, paperwork. We got the RSS feed up. Everything's popping. All, all, all things considered, everything going according to plan. We should be in the iTunes store, fully searchable under Black Broadway. Next week. Fuck that. I'm a Google Play playing. dude. Okay, see, I'm just kidding. Fuck that. No, I'm just kidding. Now we got to get there. Now we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to get there. And we still, and, we, and don't forget, we still got love for SoundCloud because SoundCloud is that shit. So, that's yo, the first cornerstone. That's the first right cornerstone. So, we got love. But, yo, Apple, stop fucking playing with me, yo. Answer my emails, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are but you emailing you, Apple? I'm about to, yo. I had, you know, I went through the whole process of submitting. You. Oh, you ready? I'll <laughs> amplify that on social media. Oh, let's do this, like, cause we got. We I gotta, got, I, gotta, I gotta be leading yeah. from behind on that. Okay, that's all still, good. Hey, listen, I'm I'll there. be, in, I'll yes. be in the vanguard on that. I'll take the first bullet, Christmas attic style. Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> like for real, we out here moving. <laughs> Apple, stop playing with me. You right. I don't want nobody want to be Christmas addicts. They don't give a fuck about you for real. But you know what I'm saying? Christmas addicts. No, no, America don't. You know what I'm saying? Christmas addicts is probably mad about it. He's probably mad. He's like, yo, if I'm Christmas addicts, I'm probably sitting in my grave like, this is bullshit. That was some bullshit. I was the first one to get taken down, and like, you know, 400 some odd years later, we still going through bullshit. This is whack. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic. Christmas Axon lived two, three lives since then. No, you know, hey, I like that. We can get into that too. Whole nother topic, whole nother show, for real. But like I said, man, Apple's going to stop playing with us. Hopefully, everybody's listening to Black Broadway. You telling a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Share, share, like. We trying to get these numbers up, y'all. It's a numbers game. Just like, comment, subscribe, rate the you podcast. You should only listen to this podcast if you're intellectual, cool, yeah. and sexy. All of that. All right. If hey, you're none of those go. things, if you're none of those then things, you should listen to it because you would understand it. You're right. You and you, you might become those things. Yeah, you, you know need what to saying? be uh, committed to that yeah. quality of being cool, no, it's, smart, and sexy. No doubt. But not, that's it. That's it. That's it. You I get it. There's a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people aren't ready for that they're type of action in their life. You know right. what I'm saying? They're not ready to advance and shit. You know, they're not ready to exactly. move up into the world. I agree. Like I said, but like, we also got a whole lot of shit going on in D.C. right now, a whole lot of things going on with this time of year. We moving into August, y'all. Has this been like the fastest August summer ever or what? Right? 
Yeah, August is tomorrow. August, August is tomorrow. This is not tomorrow. like the fastest summer Don't ever. worry about your text, man. You're going to keep not, getting texts because we popping in the streets. I'm not even going to read them no more. You street fresh. <laughs> I'm so chill. You should be I'm, the texts are from like three hours ago. Yeah, they got to Because I just saw a text from I me. From you. From three hours. I'm like, listen. I mean, that's fucked up. That's, that's fucked good. up. I like you know it. what I'm saying? It's like it's a whole lot of action going on right now, but we're not even going to worry about that. These mishaps happen to you out there. Yo, listening. How many people they can identify with that? That's what I'm saying. That we try to be relatable. We haven't even reached episode one yet. We're at episode oh, point five. That's why we keep it beta. Yeah, this is this is the beta okay, shit right like there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right we just keeping this thing going, man. Okay, I'm just like, telling you that I want to put it on my Twitter feed. I have thirty thousand followers. I put I, it on your Twitter feed. Followers? But that's it, you're gonna get my haters too. Yo, I, I love the hate. To your haters and your lovers, man. Yo, Love listen. That. I want like put it in, in put our it in our goal in our goal in our pursuit yeah. of being <laughs> professionals. We really want like criticism and feedback. If you I don't stick, want feedback. If you hate this shit, fuck your feedback. Send that email. <laughs> Seriously, if you have feedback, I'm gonna send you I'm, an email back that says don't, fuck you. But like send don't that shit. Comment on my piece. I don't want to know. Don't hit me on Twitter. Word. That's like I'm a do. professional journalist. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get to the bottom shit. of this shit. I don't need. <laughs> Some dude in the peanut gallery being like, oh, if I were you, I would refer to him. I'm like, fuck that fucking shit. Yeah, you, I'm out there. Say, bitch, I was trying to get the story. I'm <laughs> trying. You know, I'm getting it. I'm getting upset. I'm saying I'm trying to uncover Yo, some serious Listen. I don't do, need it. I don't do need your, your feedback. Do your Googles on Eli Lake, man. My man has contributed to some extremely you important really stories, man. I read it. Thanks, know, man. I sat there and read your whole shit, man. I read you got the longest the Wikipedia page <laughs> out here in the streets, man. Like. A bunch of I know. The whole, the whole shebang. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Your Wikipedia page is pretty deep, bro. Look, he's the first person that I wik Wikipedia that I'm actually like sitting next to. Oh yeah, in nah, real life, man. Like right we, we after. We gonna be on there soon enough. We gonna be on there soon enough. You know, you I'm guys definitely gonna be there. I believe in this podcast. I think it's gonna Yo, blow. Thank you, man. For I real. think it should be bigger. I think you should shout out like events in Sydney, Australia, or like Brussels or some shit. Yo, if they just send us a, a ticket, worldwide community. It's the internet. It's the whole thing. It's not just DC. Yo, shoot your boy a ticket, man. Yo, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, it's funny you said something about Australia. All right, I'm going to send a big shout-out to my homeboy, Jay Murphy, man. It's a guy I've known since he started college, all right? He right now is employed as Jason Derillo DJ. He's his DJ. He's in okay. Sydney, Australia right now on tour with Jason Derillo. I'm watching his little Snapchat. I'm like, yo, this is a dude who I, I used to cut this cat hair, man. I remember I watched the glow up, man. I've seen this man come up from nothing so it let me know that it's possible you know what i'm saying in black broadway we're going to take it to those same heights we're going to do the same thing we're going to have jay for the show global, one day we, we already global. we, we on our way more global. we on our way yo and, and we got <laughs> accomplished journalists such as eli well, we in the building with us we're gonna do yeah exactly. we, we going we we major you should I, get <laughs> i gotta interview this guy okay Who? um you God from Wu Tang. Oh, you, should get a lesser, you should get a lesser Wu Tang. You <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you will get ghosts. Like, I don't think you're gonna get Rizzo. You gotta get somebody to kill a audience. Yeah, yeah, that's the way. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. That's exactly right. You gotta start small, and then like at the end of the whole channel, yo, you get hey, yo, ghost one on one. kill a kill a priest if you out there and you listen to the Broadway. Fuck with us. You guys already listening to us though. That's the crazy shit. What? You guys been following me on Twitter since. 
I signed up for Twitter. Okay. Which is some crazy shit that I Yo, can't even explain. But shout you got had the you you got <laughs> had the Ellis verse on um on Black Jesus on the Iron Man. But album. if you if you That's listen my to that Wu shit, you got was the nigga who was in the streets. Yo, they was doing all that. You got was in jail. You got was locked the fuck up yeah, because of in the streets. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> when shit was going down for real, man. So like. All of that's to say that, like, yo, man, we really are pushing this, man, and we're really trying to blow this thing up for the culture, man. So, with that being said, let's segue into what the fuck y'all talk about this weekend. Yeah, you know, we got we got to talk about what y'all talk about for a minute for this a week, for just a for a sec. I got my man Eli in the building, man, and look, Eli, look, the first thing that we gotta address right now because the streets is on fire, and you from Philadelphia, I am from Philadelphia, Philly, look. Your bad big bills is out here violating, yeah, right? Yeah. For everybody who doesn't have background on this situation, let me give you the 10 second synopsis of how this whole thing went down, right? Your man Meek Mills decides that on a random whatever day, he's going to get on the internet, get on Twitter specifically, and just start firing shots. He's like, yeah. Motherfucker, these dudes be suckers. Da 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 da. They <laughs> don't, can't see his they don't wanna, Yeah, you can't see his Twitter thumbs. He's just all caps, just going away with it, man. Just talk about, man, these dudes don't even be tweeting my albums, man. I don't fuck with these dudes because they don't even write their own rhymes, etc., etc. Firing shots directly at Drake, referring directly to Drake in this whole entire beat. My man Aubrey Drake. He's chilling. <laughs> Aubrey wasn't bothering nobody, son. Aubrey was chilling in the cut, viewing from the six. Fucking Meek Mills get on Twitter and just start going crazy. So, let this thing chill. This whole thing marinates for a whole week. Drake doesn't say anything. Meek Mills still don't really say nothing on Twitter, but he's already let it, let it be known. It's in the atmosphere. Then, Drake comes out and drops a diss. On the middle of like a Saturday afternoon, just Saturday afternoon, drops Charged Up. Now, everybody got their varying feelings on Charged Up. Like, Vito, you was telling me you ain't really rock with Charged Up too tough, huh? I mean, it was it was a jab. It, was, it wasn't like a yeah. stiff jab, but it was like a light, let yeah, me find like where your face is at like, Yeah, did you listen to Charged Up? You ain't literally listen yeah, to Charged Up. Yeah, I did. Up. I listened to it when you guys came in. Yeah, no, that wasn't Charged that wasn't, Up, though. That was, that, was you, that was part two, like, which we're going to get to. I like part two. Part two was playing. This is way better than I was Yeah, so Charged Up was a thing, right? Charged I don't up. really think of Drake as a diss rapper. It's not really his era. It's not really his thing. It's not his lane. No. I don't really see him doing that, so I'm interested. I'm intrigued to see. Yeah, he set it off. You he, know? He totally set it off on this dude, man. Like, he, he went to... Charged Up is like one of those... It's, it's, it's a stern talking well, to. Is that a, I'm sorry. It's a stern I'm, talking I'm, I'm, to. I'm older. I'm uh -huh. like 40, 43. Uh -huh. Yo, look, go ahead. I appreciate that. Right. I, I, I appreciate it. So, I remember like in the 2000s, there was the whole P-Cutter, like... The mixtapes that were just wars, all the street wars and, yeah, and all that, all shit, that yeah. right? And that was like the height of it. Mm -hmm. Is that still a thing right mm -hmm. now? It's not really people. They're trying to make it a thing, but I don't feel like the MCs are as lyrically inclined as back in that time. Because yeah. it got there was a period where it didn't. It was so not that kind of beef rap that they would fake out about it on well, mixtape television. Yeah. Goody. Good mob, well, you know, see, versus YMG, whatever. It wasn't and then really they would like say, that. I'm you know what I'm saying? It was like they weren't even diss tracks. You have social media. Like that. Nah, these yeah. are diss tracks. Yeah, these are real diss tracks. 
But right here, Drake. See, you have social Degrassi media. Degrassi High alum. Hey, man, listen. <laughs> people, people love to give my man Aubrey a hard time. So I'm, I'm not giving play. him a hard time at all. Maybe he's just out here living, yo. He's, he's awesome. not bothering yeah. nobody. But at the end of the day. I, by the way, I'm not, I, I don't want to like co-sign. I just, I, I, love, I respect and admire him as an artist. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to co-sign on him constantly. Nah, but listen. Basketball teams. You from Philly. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, no. Speak on his basketball fuckery. Please. I mean, like, what the fuck <laughs> is that? Like, you know, shit is like, fuckery. Please hang please out, speak on hang that out shit. with them in the club. Like, you're just as a big draw to them. <laughs> yeah. Why you gotta show up in the photos like you're on the team? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I do want Drake yeah. to stop that yeah, shit. Yeah, stop that shit, Drake. I do want Drake to stop that shit. Like, yeah, Look. we all love basketball players, but go ahead with that yeah, shit. Yeah, go ahead with that shit. But if I was in his position, I think I would do the same thing, so. But see, like, that's the thing. That's the thing. All of these things, the cumulative effect of all of these things, gave people permission to just, or Meek Mills, it made him feel like he got permission to just fire off on Drake. And it's like, yo, Meek Mills on. is out of his lane. He's, he's out, he's out, out of, of his pocket. weight class. He's out of That's pocket. That's what it is. And it's the yes, whole thing. You mean, you, Meek Mills is like a good welterweight. Right, right. Drake is a heavyweight. Speaking of welterweights, speaking, yeah. yo, speaking of welterweights, <laughs> let's not even speak about the disgrace you're bringing to a B-hop right now. But at the end of the day, we're going to get... B-Hop's upset. B-Hop is a strong middleweight. Yeah. A strong... But now Hopkins as a representative of Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania, is upset right now. But anyway, Meek, the charge not come out, right? Meek don't say nothing. Like, I mean, and, and this is a dude who's known for battle rapping. Like, Meek is that's really known. That's where he came from. True. He comes from that whole battle rap circuit. So you think like, oh, man, this somebody say something about me. He got bars ready. That's what he does. But... Nope. Two days pass. A day. A day pass. Two days pass. Nothing happens. Drake comes back and drops another diss on this man. So now it's like, yo, you bullying me, Bills. Now, not, nah, like, but you know what? Like, he, really? he had to do that. though. He did because he, he was to. going at his credibility as a writer. As a writer, that was his whole yeah. stand on. And so. Meek Mills is still tweeting. He's still sending out tweets and Instagram posts talking about, yeah, I'm getting money. I'm going to the studio later. Da 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 da. Like nobody want to hear that yeah, shit. We don't want to hear, hear that. We don't want to hear the song. I don't like his persona. I mean, I like his rapping. I'm just not a big fan of his persona. I mean, as a Philadelphian, how do why why is it that? I mean, I'd like say like Meek Mill. Meek Mill is a, is a is a poor artist. He's a he's a prominent rapper right now. But you know, Philadelphia has a long, rich tradition of music. Oh, agreed. And I'm not from even, gambling, huffle. I'm not even, that's, You know what I'm saying? I'm not even putting Meek Mill on like Hall and Oates level, or even sure, like no. Hall and Oates is from Philly. <laughs> oh. Yes. I didn't even know that. Oh, no, by the way, I'm not putting on that. Nah, yeah. No. That's, that that's, was the best blue eye soul. That of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, I'm yeah. a Bobby Caldwell guy myself. Oh, you know yes. what I'm saying? Yo. Bobby Caldwell for blue eye soul is great, but. All right. Anyway, we digress. No doubt. Meek Mill, Meek Mill is is a like I put him a boys to men. Boys to men. Hey, by the way, <laughs> I wouldn't even put him there. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, I was in. I was in Vegas recently, right. and I saw a big poster for boys to men. And I took one look at them, and I said, "Since y'all be calling yourselves men, the elderly men, at <laughs> yes. because it's no boys, no, no. there ain't no boys in that group anymore." This, and you know, if you try to like, give me that, like, if you try to give me that song where they go to Vivians and they're like, like that shit, like they're like, oh, they're trying. I don't believe it anymore. It's men to seniors. They need to put out a new record about like leadership tips. 
middle management. They need to do that. They need like how to get a good car insurance and deal. You know how to do that. They need to do that. They need to do right now. That's some real shit. Yeah. That's what the streets fucking need, all right? Hey, you need to see men to elderly. Men to elders. Middle aged to elderly, man. That's the name of the group. The streets need that shit, man. The streets is like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, yo? What's going on, man? But anyway, like we can't even put me yeah. on that type of status right now. Nah, and this is no shade to all my Philadelphia homies. But you gotta make some motherfucking music, man. <laughs> you gotta come out with some bars like to today, like for real. Like you need, we need that right now. And it's, you know what's crazy though? How what? the fuck he had ammo for Cassidy, who is always. He's always ready for this Cassidy's situation. Cassidy's ready. Like, please say something about me. Please say something. Please. Cassidy. I'm just waiting for you Cassidy to say something. Cassidy is actually actively looking for somebody to battle. Exactly. Like, right this minute. I don't understand how he had all these bars for Cassidy, but he don't got bars for Drake. Like, I don't get that shit. Listen, I hate to even say this like this. Because like I said, you know, I'm a Drake fan in a certain sense of the word. Like, yo, this dude is a Canadian borderline R&B singer. He could probably be one of the easier people to diss in the world, but the fact also, that he's by so the way, vulnerable. Also, also, what? I the love fact. Drake. Yeah, we love Drake. He's but so not streets. He's not streets. He's rapping about fine dining in Napa Valley. Exactly, but but that's see, Drake. That's not streets. But see, I that's think not that, at all. I think that yeah. what Meek Mill is doing and what the type of rap that Meek Mill is doing is going to kind of look crazy if he try to come at Drake because it's like, dog, don't nobody want to hear all this gun talk. And all this, how you gonna hurt Drake? You're not gonna hurt Drake. You're not gonna. <laughs> nobody's going up to Canada and shooting Drake, and Drake's not coming down to Philadelphia on Ben right. Franklin Parkway shooting nothing. Nah, all right, that's right. not gonna happen. True. So all these gun bars that Meek Mills has for everybody else that's rapping are kind of irrelevant. Do we know who Meek, does to, Meek Mill have a wife or girlfriend? You know, no, you know he's, he's involved he's, with Nicki Minaj. He is. He got Nicki. Yo, he, Meek Mill and Nicki See, Drake, Minaj are a thing. Drake should sleep with Nicki. I mean, who's to say he hasn't? That's what he said on the back to back. He right. said, like, like, did right. I do it? Did, did I, I not, not do it? I don't know. Like, nobody knows. Oh that's a, which is a classy move, to be honest. Right. Drake, is, and, and Drake is, the, is engaging in psychological warfare. Yeah, Drake is playing chess yeah, like Psychological warfare. Playing chess, yo. And and I mean, Meek, Meek Mill is just like... Not showing enough discipline on Twitter. Mm -hmm. no, and that's not what a boss does, Mr. Philadelphia. Shout. Shout. That is not what a boss Shout. does. That's not how bosses do that's it. That's not bro. how but bosses have a little bit more impulse control. Exactly. When it comes to social media. By the way, I had some problems this week myself. Yo, fucking thirty thousand followers. You might have some problems. I don't want to. I'm gonna just say this. Yo, and speaking of which, like, I got to segue out of this Meek Mill shit so quick because we're gonna get back to that, but. Twitter has been a problem this week. People have been having problems on Twitter, all right? Yes. Another problem that jumped off on Twitter this week, totally unexpectedly, out the fucking blue, Talib Kweli versus Bomani Jones. And if anybody doesn't know who either one of those people are, Talib Kweli is a rapper. He's most famous for being down with most deaf and that whole <laughs> black star, raucous, conscious movement of the early 2000s, late 90s. And Bomani Jones is a sports writer. He comes on ESPN. He got a show with uh, Poppy and Dan Lebertard, that highly questionable Poppy shit. Is a fucking Poppy's superstar. fucking Poppy's the man. You know, <laughs> Bomani's just comic relief at this point, but you know he's still there. I love so, Poppy on that show. Yo, Poppy's, Poppy's the best. So like, so <laughs> Bomani Jones is on Twitter. He's chilling, minding his business ostensibly. Talib Kweli has a you know a large following or whatever. 
one of his followers tweets him like a link to Bomani Jones saying something to the effect of how uh, he thinks that Big Boy of Outkast is better than Talib Kweli. I'm inclined to agree with that. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Up, I feel like it's up for debate. Yeah, but I'm inclined like to agree. Up, because, like, if you really put Black Star against Outkast, Outkast wins. But Black Star has songs. No, Black Star like has And, and for real, and, and most definitely, nah, most definitely, if we take all wanna, four of those guys, uh, I'm not going to lie. Most is number one. 3,000 is two. Talib is three. No, Talib's not three. Talib, Big Boy's Big three. Big Boy's three. Big Boy's three. Talib's four. That's it's, my line. Now. It's it's a to me it's a close matchup. It's a close matchup. Now, Talib Corny, and I got my reasons for saying that. But anyway, like this this <laughs> dude. Know, well, they're all great artists, but yeah, they're all. All great I would say is that in Black Star, for that one record they did, yeah, and then all the other shit that came out in that era when they were together, uh -huh. some singles. That uh, like with the one with Mr. Man on it and everything. Yeah, that is some of the greatest hip hop ever. It's like that shit. shit. But they didn't shit. last that long as a group, and Outkast lasted longer. And they also put out some of like, my favorite. And then more rap, but dope shit. I really <laughs> would say my favorite. put my sweet spot in rap. It was that. It was that raucous era. It would say that like late '90s, like like rock, like the raucous two definitive jocks, all of that. One nine nine nine. You a backpacker. Well, first of all. Now you can't say that with all these records. But Black Star, but Black Star, no, but Black Star was the my favorite of all that, and that's just one of the great hip hop records. It's so perfect, front to back. It's a great record. I will agree with that. Yeah. And Reflection Eternal is a great record. Like I'm not here to diss Quali. That's Quali. Yeah, that's Quali record. I'm not really here to diss Quali. What I am here to do is take issue with how he handled this entire situation. This was so corny. He gets on Twitter. And he's really coming at Bomani like Twitter thumbs again, being too active. Like, dude, you're shady. You you sent me shade. You're just being shady. Like, I ain't never seen a grown ass man sit out here talk about another grown man shading him. Like, that's not how we get down, Quali. What the fuck are you doing? And Bomani, to his credit, was just like, bruh, are you serious right now? Like, what, what, what prompted the shading comment? The the shading comment was because Quali took offense to the tweet that Bomani said that said that he Big felt like Big Boy was better than him. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He um, felt offended. He felt offended by that enough to tweet at Bomani hey, Jones. I'm, I'm with Talib Kweli. I don't think you can say that. Fuck out of here. I mean, I why, feel like, why, I feel why? like if it was like two I like, but I don't really care. That doesn't even sound like beef really that much. It was fun. It's weird that it Talib said it like that. It was hilarious. It's weird that he would. They went on yeah. for, they went oh, wait, back really? and They forth. went back and forth for a while? Dude, okay. they went back and forth for like, an hour and some change, and it was just ridiculous. Like, All right. and we're sitting here, and I'm sitting here looking at this shit, and I'm just like, yo, what is in the water on Twitter that's making these motherfuckers so emotional? Like, y'all gotta get out your feelings on Twitter, all right? Because hey, people Twitter, say all this shit. Very hot. Day. It's been very hot in DC. It's been. <laughs> <laughs> The humidity has been on a million. You're right. I mean, your Somebody, your central like, air is. Yeah, you know, you're, you're chilling there. By the time you, know, you make it home, I feel like it's a must in my, in yes. my line of work. Hey, you're, I you, need that shit. I need you, that. That's you for can't, me. You can't come home after it's a long day of, of commenting all you gotta on. Do is make it home. The stresses of the world and, and all the conflicts going on across the world to a hot ass house. Like, no. that's not going to work. That's you know? what I'm yeah. saying right now. And that's what I'm saying. No maybe Quali came home and it was hot as shit. 
And he was just fed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was just like, dog, it's too hot. I can't have niggas on Twitter talking about I'm big boys better than me. I'm letting him fly. I mean, but if I gotta tell you, like, I, I can understand a little bit. Like, you know, he might have felt like he was being baited. It's a sensitive. See, the part of his part, maybe like, because the truth hurts a little bit. He knows it's there true. There you go. Maybe. We just was talking about I that. I don't believe that. My judgment is that Talib is a, is a, you know, he's not my favorite oh, no, rapper. Man. I'm troubled by MMOs. Yo, maybe this is how like, I feel. Like, being like 9-11 truthers and shit. Like their politics are fucked up. Jeff Fuel Campbell still beans, man. You know no, but most Jeff is definitely 9-11 truther. Talib at least a 9-11 truther. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? My favorite rapper. Yeah, out here. Have to be like out there like that. Look, I don't know, man. No, I have my opinions <laughs> on that, but I don't have enough, enough empirical evidence to say blah blah blah. But anyway, like when they get out here and they make their viewpoints, just like they can stand out here and have their 9-11 truth or viewpoints, but Monty Jones can stand out here and say, big boy, is better than you, motherfucker. Good point. And well, that's it. We all we are all entitled to an opinion. We all are entitled but to our own say, you know, like, opinions. Yeah. It's basically like, Talib will win if it was like, let's a battle? Go. If, if it was, oh, let's throw on. haymakers for a round, hold on, hold on, hold on. Talib would probably win. Hold on, if hold on. It was lyrical like, haymakers. I'm right. Okay. If it was Good like, point. Good, yes. let's, let's Fight for 12 rounds. <laughs> big boy, big boy, would, yeah, big boy would technically whoop your ass. <laughs> whoop your ass. <laughs> hey, I'm just real and you can put all that Brooklyn shit away too, cause I hate that shit. Yo, I'm gonna tell you real. I got a homeboy who had a real unfortunate interaction with Quali like some years back. Whereas though, like Quali was on some real asshole shit, and that's not—he's not the only person I've heard this from. No, he's definitely but mad as well. Yeah. I'm going to blow your mind on Talib And listen, hold up. We're going to tell us about your Kwali story in a minute. But Kwali, his Twitter, his whole Twitter persona is he like feeds the trolls. Like every day somebody's coming at him with some bullshit and he will spend literally 20, 30 minutes See, arguing I have with this problem in a different million. Yeah, and he'll, he'll spend 20, 30 minutes dealing with these people. No, I do, I do that too and it's like it's you not gotta, Y'all got to chill. It's not healthy. You got to chill. Like, like, what I don't the have fuck? these Twitter problems yet. No, me neither. I'm a Twitter baby. And listen, even if, <laughs> even if I'm on Twitter and people are sending me all kind of whackness, my, my whole response is, yo, you won't pull up, though. So I don't really give a shit about like what you have to say on Twitter or none of that. I'm just not, I'm not here to defend myself via text. But I'm not here to defend myself via 140 characters. As your friend, I would say your interest right now is to start... Twitter beefs with people. Not at all. <laughs> Talib's interest right now not at all. is Why would to not engage in Twitter beefs with Why people. Why would I? I'm not typing. Because you're on the come up, man. This is a beta episode. You were beginning you would of think a public that. persona. But that's career. not the, but that's not the persona I'm trying to build. I'm not oh, 50 Cent. Oh, I'm not 50 Cent. I'm not trying to get on dissing motherfuckers. I'm trying to get on providing information. I'm trying to get on providing uh, a platform for people to discuss things that they hey, want to talk about. Hey, but if y'all gonna hate on my about. man, if you gonna hate, hey, we got plenty of ammo. It's cool. <laughs> I, trust me, dog. I'm gonna get in my car. I'm gonna go smoke a fat ass J. And I'm gonna hang out with a fly ass girl, and I'm not gonna give a fuck about what you're talking about. I promise you, my phone's gonna be in my pocket. I'm not gonna care. But the whole thing is that a lot of people feel like this it validates them it makes them no nah, but i mean you know, this, like, this, this is a, like this is why eli said this to you because mm -hmm. eli is actually your friend yeah. and things are happening in this beef with people 
over Twitter universe. You know what yeah. I'm saying? This is a way to like put fuel in your, Meek your and, shit. Meek and Drake is a perfect exactly. example. That's, that's like why that's happened. This is the it's a it, it so, all started over Twitter. Let it, these motherfuckers talk shit, talk shit back to them. Which is I think, <laughs> and, and, and it's a very 2015. It's a very millennial way to have rap beef. All right, you know what? I'm gonna talk about my Twitter beef. What's your Twitter? Talk, tell us about Elaborate. your Twitter beef. Let's let's hear about this. <laughs> Thirty thousand followers. Somebody out this motherfucker follow Eli Lake, and they First were of all, privy I, to this. All right, let's see. I called some. Somebody did this thing where they took an old tweet of mine out of context and made it seem like I was saying something which I wasn't saying. That's what happened to Bomani. But continue. Okay, and it was obvious. Like I knew that it pissed me off. Uh-huh. And this person is like in journalism. Is like sub mediocre fringe, <laughs> fringe outlet bars covering bars. The media, not the real shit. See, that's how like, you do it, me. It was on Twitter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's been on my. He's been trying to try to. He's been trying to troll me. He's been trolling me for a while now. Okay, right. If you used to be, you know. Anyway, uh-huh. and so I, I tweeted back. I think you have a learning disability. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm going to be real for a minute because that's possibly ableist. <laughs> that's possible. Because <laughs> there are people who might have learning disabilities and they want to be like, it's not a bad thing Yo, to be like me. I, mean, I get that. Let me ask you, do you and feel like this? you have to be more responsible on Twitter because you have 30,000 followers? Or do you feel like you can, say, you can still say that shit and you don't give a fuck? You know, I'm, I'm caught between the two. I okay. Because I feel like I'm, I'm on the black highway, so I, I can't not I can't not be real on this. Yeah. Right. Yo, we I have struggle with the issue all the time. I okay. Because so, I feel like if you don't have a little cayenne in it, it's boring. Your Twitter feed, no one wants to, no one wants that. Nobody wants a dude who just says to read my column. I'm speaking here. I'm doing this. Nobody just wants that. That sucks. So you got to be able to like. You know, give people what they want a little bit, and people do love conflict. Right. That's why they tune into Twitter. They like to see people. Yeah. So, and yeah. and I happen to have accumulated in my forty-three years on this on this planet, mm-hmm. you know, a number of online critics, shall we say? All right. Yeah. <laughs> so they, it You're keeps it moving. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then most of the time, I really do think I've, you got to ignore it. But sometimes, like Talib Kweli. I respond. Yeah. And I okay. realized this was helpful to me because I'm like, okay. I realize how stupid that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't need to do that. That's what I'm but, saying. Like, but on the real, I'm not saying shit. this. I'm not even saying this clown's name because he's a clown. There you go. But I do think he has See, a that's how we do shit. We don't mention <laughs> you clowns. some basic shit. I do sometimes feel like, I feel like. We'll shout you clowns that's out. that's because he's made it. You know what I'm saying? No. Listen, made it. we don't shout none of you clowns <laughs> out. Listen, what the like? I'm gonna keep it real. Quali yeah. said this shit on on his Twitter feed, and it, I felt like he was being facetious. But I feel at the same time it's real. Like if I tweet you, I'm brainless. But if you tweet me, you right. famous. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like I, I understand what he's saying, but I felt like he was being a little bit facetious because, like, listen, Quali. You're not that important, my G. And I'm not oh, really wow. here. Oh, Yo, are you regulating? I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I have an opinion. And I, I feel like my opinion should be respected in the same way that his should be. You know, or the same way Bumani Jones' opinion it should be respected. Be, no doubt. Like, yo, you are inclined to feel however you want to feel. And right? at the end of the day, if you got a problem with some rap shit, nigga, drop some shit. Drop like, some shit. When was the last time you dropped ours? When was the last time? No, Kwali. Hey, hey, let me say this because I'm not uninformed. Quali has a website. He's indie. 
He drops his own. He dropped the album. I mean, he might have dropped two albums this year. Okay, it's August. Hold on. T- tell it probably real story. Do you know the Black Power mixtape? It's on. Yeah, the, the movie. Right. I love that movie. It's a great movie. I haven't seen. I'm a it's history great movie. Yo, you need to. I'm a history nut. Yeah, me too. And there is some real footage in there of people like Stokely Carmichael. Yeah. Taken by Swedes. Yes. <laughs> Mad interest. Colin Polly in this thing, uh-huh. in this documentary, says he was listening to a Stokely Carmichael speech on his in, on a flight and that he was stopped at the airport by the FBI who asked him about a Stokely Carmichael speech. Mm-hmm. Now, I say this as a national security columnist. Like, that's my world. That's your world. The FBI doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> They don't care about his next record. They don't care about his email. They don't care about his Twitter. They don't care about Tyler. He's not on their radar right now. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, Quali. Listen. That's the only thing you can do, Tyler. Listen. I'd like to run that down. I just say, if you can provide further evidence other than your say so. Like, because I found that to be hard to believe based on what yo, I heard. Maybe I'm wrong. He said it was after 9 11 and whatever. I whatever, it. man. Listen, Come on. You know man. the FBI was Listen. investigating NWA back in the day. That, right. That's, that's true. real. That's real. They sent them the, the letter. And listen, we know that the FBI has many clandestine ways of. You know, investigating. Nah, they people out there. Yeah, Cold Town Pro. All that. Bro. We they already pulled know. up on me, and I'm. The FBI pulled up on me? I just. I don't know who they was. Right, I well, seen see yeah. people with suits and assault rifles pull up on me. Wow. And, really? give me, and give me mugs. Like, are you the guy we're looking to kill today? They was like, no, I'm not that <laughs> I'm guy. I'm not the guy. I don't so, have any weapons. Yeah, they was like, I'm, you're I was right. coming you're out of the metro guy. station. So, it can't All right, happen. so they, there was like some, okay, all right. It, it so can't happen. But here's, the the thing. here's the point. Here's the point in all of that. The point in all of that is that like, you gotta stop this self-aggrandizing behavior. Like, you gotta stop trying to make yourself, like, more important than you are. And I feel like... Well, hold up. I just wanna, like, say, I believe he's a significant, important artist. He's... I believe that he is... I am fine. You said I was a backpacker. I... <laughs> I I'll take it. You are, man. But it's okay, because I used to be a backpacker, too, but... I'm not really a backpacker, but... I used, but I used to backpacker, have a lot of real shit about backpacking. Back, the backpacker community, I'm sure, would reject me. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, I don't know about that. No, I don't. If they see this record collection, we are surrounded by you, yeah, first of all, the most yeah. vinyl. <laughs> I don't know ever. about that. I don't know. I just, I'm, I can assure you. I'm telling you, yo, the issue. Once the issue of like Palestine comes up, yeah, 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 I'm on the other side of that. Yeah, you are. I you mean, know what I'm saying? kicked out of that backpack cafe. See, <laughs> I mean, it was the Erica Badu on the background serving. See, here's the thing. You know though. what I mean? Like a mocha you latte or whatever. With you being on the other side of that issue, yeah. right? I don't think you're going to encounter a lot of people who have enough ammo to really fight you on that. They're just going to hate you. Uh, and, that, and that's yeah, cool too that's, because yeah. like they're not, they're going to disagree. Like that's the thing. I disagree too. But at the end of the day, we can still be friends because like we don't have yeah. to engage on that. Right. You know no, what I'm saying? What I'm saying like, is I, this is this is the thing for me, and I don't think you have this problem. And I know that I have this problem. Uh-huh. The artists that I love, and I love music, is a big that's why I think why I'm here, you know. I love, yeah. That's how we first kind of that's how we, became friends. Man, Eli's my guy. But like for me, knowing that like Erica, Jill Scott, Quest Love, all my favorite artists, especially being from Philly. You know, and I consider them much more significant, by the way, than Meek Millie. Oh. Much more for me, 
Well, what I'm into, I told you I'm a backpacker. Music, music that goes with our music. Black yeah. Thought, I know what you're saying. <laughs> Black, Thought might, be, MC, but Black Thought might be one of the greatest MCs the best, of all time. One of the best. All right, yeah. I like that then. Okay, so well, I like good. I'm glad you would say that. No, Black Thought might be one of the best. Black Thought has, <laughs> let me go on record. This is me putting my word on this. Akil, you Street Fresh said this. Black Thought has never spit a whack verse. Never. I've never heard it. I, I can't name one. I can't name one. I've never heard it. Wow, and I'm the Philadelphia. Well, anyway. You heard the white black thought verse? You're putting me. I'm going to. Hey, I don't want to put you in that position. No, 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 no. I'm on like an internet mission now. I'm going to find a whack black thought. I get back to you and be like, what about this fucking garbage? You're going to be busy. What about this garbage? Never. I can't find any bars that black thoughts. Yo, I love black thoughts. Yeah. I, I'm gonna tell you, like the con, the the concerto of the Desperado was one of my first favorite root songs, and like after they made all these songs, it's one of my least favorite. But like when I listen to it, it's still not whack. It's not whack. It's not whack. Yeah. It's just that they've become that much better yeah. than what they used to be because they fucking always playing music. And that's the thing. Like so, <laughs> when you think about like the rich musical tradition and all of that, that that you know Philadelphia just. Just music in general and people being top-notch musicians. It's not in, it's not about your political activism. or No, it's where you are like musically. It's where you are musically. I get that. So, and I feel like Kwali tries to lean on the fact that he has said some, he said some very, he said some very significant political things. I happen to agree with most of the things Kwali stands for politically. Politically, I happen to agree with most of those things, but... As far as like his whole entire rap persona, fuck his persona, his whole entire rap style. My nigga, find the beat, all right? Like, <laughs> find the beat and get in touch with that. I right? like the opposite with you. I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I have a soft spot for Talib as an artist lyrically. Uh huh. And I'm just politically, saying, yeah, I want to be saying, fuck out of here. Talib, if you're listening, Eli Lake will is trying to thwart your whole agenda. See, yo, <laughs> let me say this. Hey, Kwali, when it comes down to the come down, my G, I'm not going to let Eli thwart this, this agenda. We pushing your whole agenda. We pushing shit, all right? I know he's not trying to put. I know he's not trying to thwart. Undermine you at every turn. He's not trying to thwart. He's not trying to undermine Black Lives Matter, though. No, I'm not so, doing that. No, yeah, he's not, not doing, doing that. that. No, 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 he's no, doing some other shit. Don't miss it. Yeah, no, that's why I'm I'm I wanted to clarify that. I wanted to clarify that. I wanted to clarify that. Because that's Kwali's agenda currently. You know what I'm saying? But we talk about this whole 9-11 truth through shit and all this, that, and the third. Eli happens to disagree. Me, I'm on the other side of that spectrum. I fuck with it. I'm here for it. But, you know, to each his own. But that doesn't mean that nobody on the internet has a right to call you whack. Because you're fucking whack. <laughs> it's not even that he called him whack, though. But right. You, you got to look at Big Boy's catalog. Like, look at Big Boy's catalog. And look at your catalog. Yeah. And you shouldn't get mad. You couldn't. Because like if it was like like I said, Big Boy was, got hits. If it was a fight, Big Boy would have threw like six hundred punches and you might have threw like two hundred. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If it was like some real yeah. fisticuffs. Like you know, Big Boy been out there, man, throwing shots for a minute. Man, come on, since man. Like 93, 94. Man, Big Boy made I like the way you move, son. I'm gonna be listening to that song when I'm sixty. And they had lightsabers in that video. You understand what I'm saying to you? <laughs> I'm gonna be listening to that song when I'm sixty years old at my son's wedding and it's gonna be popping, alright? Kwali, have you made something like that yet? No. no. Holla back. No, That's not. the end of that. I like that old Black Star record. 
Well, that's cool. Black style record is cool. Y'all really fuck with the 9/11 truther stuff, right? Nah, I don't right. know. Like, like, I mean, hey, Tony is Jeff Jewel like can't don't still be. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I mean, um, <laughs> you, can just, you can just go oh, through man. the outcast, like rapper for rapper though. Andre 3000 is like on another level. But, but we're not, not even, even we're not even, we didn't put him <laughs> or most in the conversation. Right. We didn't even put him or most, we taking them out of the conversation, yes. all right? And we just keeping this quality and big boy. Who are respectively second bananas in those particular Bad situations. situations. Yeah. In those Where particular do they really units. rank against, say, a Fife dog? Ooh, Fife? Another talented second banana. That one could argue on Midnight Marauder surpasses. Five the dogs original one of me. Yes, five shout out to, yo, I wouldn't be no Boston all day. Five, five dogs, dogs coming in on top of all. I of like five better than Q-Tip. Me personally. Woo! Midnight Marauders, that is hot. I know. Me yeah. personally. You know what? Like, and this is look. I can't lie. I'm glad we got into this because I. This is kind of the reason Eli wanted to be on the show. This is kind of the reason I wanted to have him on the show is to discuss unpopular hip hop opinions. And juxtapose them with political news shit that we talk about and that we deal with every fucking day. For real. Like, like hip-hop is just a, a microcosm or a parallel to what's going on in, like, politics, in the a world. Microcosm. It's really, it's just really, like, the entire issues of the world boil down to some little individual hip-hop beats. To the so city some, that you in. To the city that you in. Yeah. To the... To the artists that you're having problems with, whatever, like this whole entire Meek Mill and Drake situation, really what it's about is being loose on fucking Twitter. Lack of Twitter discipline, like you said, Eli. That's really what it's about. You know what I'm saying? And like this so whole thing with or the is it a, is it a, is it, a, is it, a, it doesn't show a, a kind of deeper panic for Mr. Philadelphia. I mean, you know, is this the beginning of the end, maybe for me? Yo, well, I tell you what, it's right now we doing this podcast. On a Thursday night, I right? after the whole entire crazy week of Drake and Meek bullshit. According to the internet, Meek's supposed to drop something tonight. All right, That's we should listen to that before we say anything. We we'll we'll see. The verdict yeah. is still out. We'll on the next episode, know what? On the episode of Black Broadway. We're gonna talk about it. Up until Meek drops something, he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. I like that. That's what the internet is saying. That's what the internet is saying. Mr. Bronson. Yes. Until until me straight up, man. That's what I'm saying here, yo. Vito Bronson's in the building. He's gonna tell you the real. (laughs) This motherfucker, Meek Bill, is literally in the casket right now. I just get up out of that. Like, what are you gonna say about Drake? Thank you. That's really what it is. What the fuck you gonna say about Drake? That that Charlemagne ain't said about Drake. Right, that Drake ain't said about we Drake. Know like, we know he's saying. Yes, what we know. Say? He's an emotional, <laughs> light skinned dude. We got you. All right. And then you go if you come out with the, this gun talk or this like, yeah, I got shooters and we gonna fuck you up and we ride and fill your ATVs. Don't nobody give a fuck. You not nobody yeah. cares. Like so what if you not rapping that rap? If you not kicking that shit, like the shit that Drake said, first of all, let's talk about a couple of those lines. <laughs> this motherfucker said, boss bitches out here wifing niggas. Yeah. God. Yeah. How harsh is that? Your husband. He said, <laughs> he said, your trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers. How harsh yeah. is that? Like, yo, come on, fam. Like, this shit that Meek Mills did, he did this, and it's the worst timing ever. Like, dog, why you gonna start a beef with Drake? 
He's on your album, one. Your album's number one in the country. Kudos to you, shout outs. You got the number one album in the country. Over the 30s, Meek Mills. Meek Mills. Is it good? It really is pretty good. But after all this shit, I like Dirty Sprite better. I can't, yeah, Dirty Sprite ain't the number one album, though, because the Future Hive is like, I mean, I don't know why, but the Future Hive ain't out there like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's Nicki. It's Nicki. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're right. It's Nicki. It's Nicki and the Barbs. Because, like we said, I'm surprised you didn't know this, too, Eli. Like, Nicki Minaj is Meek Mill's girlfriend. You know, here's the thing. I don't follow. I like I listen to the music, but I don't follow the See, the drama in that respect. I should probably. Well, well, you know, it's it's kind of like rap is like wrestling now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right like the peripheral entertainment is more important than the actual physical act of rapping right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, all right, cool. Meek Mills is a cool rapper, and we would have all enjoyed this album just the same. But like this. Makes me feel more inside. Can I just take a makes step? Makes it more can important. I, can I take you know a step? Okay. Can I take a step back for just a second? <laughs> Talk about it. And this is true of Nikki, who I'm a big fan of. Uh, Are you a big fan with, of Nikki Minaj? I, I like Nikki. Yes. <laughs> wow. An artist. He's an artist. <laughs> Shit, we learned it on Broadway. I like her as Nikki Minaj. I like her whole thing. Okay. Anyway, but here's the one thing I don't like about Nikki Minaj, and it's true of a lot of these groups. Okay. It's like this constant reference to being. Like Jack Welch, the CEO of, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like being like this super elite, super rich, like you know what I mean? It's and aspir- I'm saying like it's aspirational, I find it to be, Eli. Like it doesn't you gotta understand. Hip hop, hip hop has always been aspirational. No, but like, for those people, they really are. Especially for someone like Drake, it's true. He is a elite, but he's the only one. Like rich. What I'm saying is, I'm just fucking sick of. It's boring to me. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all boring to me. Like so you're gonna find another incredibly expensive car. They're gonna find another amazing vacation spot to talk about. They're going to talk about how they get another thing. I'm just like, all of this stuff is like boring. So what's the preferred narrative? What? What's the preferred narrative? Well, first of all, just get back to the basics. What's Fucking the basics? Talk about your emotions. Talk about loss. Okay. The greatest hip-hop has that. Like, you know, Tupac. I yeah. mean, and listen, I'm not saying that there isn't a place for that. And when uh-huh. Ross started kind of really doing that in the details that he would drop, there yeah. was this thing where it was novel... And he was being real to himself, being true, because he had attained some of that success. Yeah. But what about rap used to be like coming up and how hard it was, and the police is kind of hassle yeah. you, and how you yeah. know you were hungry, and how you remember being like a lot of other people. It's inaccessible, is what I'm trying to say. All right. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe you feel no, like you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that because that. because for real, for real, when we all I'm not that- arguing it should be like. Conscious rap. No, no, no. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? But you're just saying that like it should be a more yeah. more reflective of like people's actual station in life as opposed to what they yeah, think they are or what they want to be. Express your delight at the little pleasures. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Like think of Yeah. Like express your delight you know what I'm saying? Yes. Things that you really want to get into and things that you really want to be or not even that, things that are really on your mind. Things that you're really thinking about, like I think that a lot of artists. Yeah, like rap about how like fun, how much fun you had a great adventure. Yeah, right. Yeah, nobody does that anymore. Nobody does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Right, something like that. Most rappers, I say, fun it is to go to Five Guys and get a double bacon cheeseburger. I I mean, there's some people (laughs) that do that, and like, no, I know it's right. Do you know what I want to ask you about? We talked about this a little bit on the last uh, podcast, and I know you could get into this because 
One, in case our black Broadway listeners haven't figured out by now, Eli is definitely a Caucasian Jewish guy. No, no, for, guy. no, I want to correct you right now. Talk to me. I am not Caucasian. I am Jewish. All right. Eli is so Jewish. Blood, that's what I'm saying. Eli Lake is the a blood Jewish guy. Of Abraham, <laughs> David, <laughs> Moses, shout outs Aaron. To, shout outs to the Moses tribe. My shout outs to the tribe. I'm not right? from the Caucasus. All right. So look. Right. My bad, Eli is definitely a Jewish guy from Philadelphia, from the desert, right? Originally, but from the desert of whatever. Wandering right? in the desert. <laughs> Listen, the desert of Philadelphia. The desert of Philadelphia. I'm from Philadelphia, <laughs> but I'm just saying I have that historical kind of perspective. Yo, so anyway, I'm just saying yeah. all that to say that, like, but Eli, I, I'm not a black guy. No, exactly. <laughs> Eli, Eli's perspective on things is definitely right. unique. And different, and it's some shit that I have been dying to have on Black Broadway because I don't like sitting around with motherfuckers I agree with. So anyway, we have our whole like, oh, we have a whole litany of differences here. Oh well, but when it comes, I, I would it, be. I mean, I'm guilty of liking that kind of what was what do we call it? You know, first class air miles rap. Yeah, you know like, get the fuck like, out of like, here with that shit. I, man. I, like, I, like, I like a lot of it. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. I got it on shit. my iTunes, so it's not like I listen man, to it. I just wish rap would give me a different perspective Yo, and it would be more interesting. I'm going right? to tell you this much. It is It is a lot of different perspectives being pushed out here to the public, but I'm going to tell you, the narrative that the real rap listeners, the real people who live hip-hop are dealing with and listening to right now is a whole nother thing. And I hate to say this, but it's being driven by people that aren't really even in the culture. I'm telling you, yo, like, motherfuckers is like, we, they got us listening. We're listening to Future. I love Future, all right? Future's the biggest rapper right now in the world. But real life, Future's music isn't about anything. It's about drugs, all right? <laughs> it's about drugs and bitches. Drugs that you drink. Dr yeah, it's about that drugs you that you drink, drugs that you swallow, <laughs> and bitches, all right? Right. So, when it comes to like me, you know, me I like heart, drugs. Don't forget the drugs. Don't forget the drugs. That you but, sell. But oh, the drugs that you sell. <laughs> Fucking serve my auntie that water. <laughs> I'm really praying for future auntie who we keep selling drugs to. Like I, I just want to like, I got that off the internet, but it's real true. I like, I sat home and I was like, you know what? That's some real shit. I wish futures. I hope future auntie is in like passages in Malibu or something, getting the help that she needs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for real, the narrative is driven. By that type of shit. So like when you talk about like pining for these old days of like Oh rap, no, that's not old days. It's not. But the old days, like the nineties, a lot of rap was about violence. About killing motherfuckers. Yeah, yes. And it was right. about you know, So I'm glad we've moved away from that. Like to be honest. I'm, I'm just saying I just it's <laughs> not, we saw the I like it. It's yeah. not all about Kendrick's shit is not like that. There's a lot of other rap that's yeah, out there right yeah. now. So I'm not I love hip hop today. That's not what I'm saying. I love future. Okay, okay. Hey, dirty sprite, motherfucker. Anyway, but that's not my point. My point is just that there's that Nikki style. It is a little bit with Young Money. It was a little bit with MMG. It was like, but it's aspirational. Like, it's yeah. out there. But it's, it's like, aspirational. It's because they want to be that. It's not. It's not because they are that. And it's like some no, braggadocious shit. The illusion of saying that that's who you are, which brings us to Wale. Because that was, remember, we were talking about this on the before we, we recorded. Yeah, exactly. Wale has the persona, on the one hand, of kind of being like in that boss. Just because he's associated with MMG. But like also, that. he put out, remember, like a few years ago, the white linen, whatever, the Lotus, that record. Yeah, the Lotus Flower. Yeah, yeah all shit. that, he was sort of in that 
space, right? Yeah. And this was his big breakout. Uh huh. And you were remarking earlier that his career has not been what everybody had hoped. Nah, we don't, you know. We want more for you. We Wale. want more for you, Wale. Yo, for <laughs> are real, we trying dog. to an intervention? Clean this shit up. We want to help you, Wale, be like, the dog, best Wale you can be. Best Wale you can be. Like, we having the fucking <laughs> Landmark Music Fest in Washington, D.C. Drake's headlining. Alright, that's cool. But it ain't no fucking reason that Wale Dave should be on the fucking sixth line of the poster. It's way smaller print. Who was ahead of Wale? Down. Who's ahead of Wale on that? Oh poster? my god, hold up. Let me pull everybody. <laughs> Yo, I got the poster right here. Hold up. I'm about to pull this shit up. Right, yeah, you making you making middle of the road music right now. You're not now. making Maybach music, you're making Subaru hatchback music. Yo, listen. Yo, straight up. Chromeo is ahead of Chromeo is ahead of Wale. TV on the radio is ahead of Wale. It's a lot acceptable. Listen, <laughs> goddamn, I'm surprised that you know it's more people. It's some people on here that I would think that might be ahead of Wale. <laughs> no, for real though. It's the Strokes, Drake, and All J that's at the top. And then you got Chromeo, Band of Horses. Miguel should be in front of Wale. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Miguel yeah. right. should be in front of Wale. Like, I think close. But Wale should be on that fucking line. He should be no, on I that line. I love Miguel, man. But I love all that. I Yo, love, I just I listened to the Miguel album today. And I'm going to keep it real. I liked it. But I didn't like it as much as I liked the internet album. And I thought that it sounded a lot. Very, everything sounded very similar. You know what I'm saying? I thought that everything sounded very similar. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm looking forward to listening. To I mean, here's the I thing. I haven't listened to it. Here's either. the thing. Even, and I'm gonna tell you, this is some real shit. Like Black Broadway, we always like to try to take things from a DC perspective. And I'm gonna tell you that Miguel album is gonna sound great when the Go Go Band starts to fuck with that. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh my God, that coffee in the morning. When like fucking familiar faces with somebody decides to hit that, like six or seven verses. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know who's hitting that right now, but whoever's doing that, that shit is going to be cracked for real. And it's like, I mean, it's a lot of artists that we want Wale to be better than, and we need him to step his game up. But like I said on the low, he might be the only dude winning the MMG right now. Meeks in trouble. Meeks back is against the ropes right now. We'll see what happens in the days and weeks to come. But meet back against the ropes. Ross on his way out. Ross keep catching cases and shit, and you know, getting locked up. I look at, I take one look at Ross, and I'm like, I hope you're taking Lipitor. <laughs> I look no. at him and I say to myself, I know. You know, weird thing is, he sometimes raps about how he's eating healthier. Yeah, he's, like, he's, eating, he's eating pears. I haven't seen evidence. Ross is, I haven't Ross seen evidence eating pears. Here, but I want him, I want him to have like a high fiber diet with a lot of fruits and vegetables. He's a little Stay smaller, man. He's a little smaller. He's slimming down a little Sugar's bit. Sugar's not your friend. Yeah. Hey, yo, really, Ross? I just want Ross to be healthy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or well, maybe care. he should just be like a mogul now and he occasionally. But, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, that's what's happening, but you gotta, stay, you gotta stay out of jail for that. But every time you count Ross out, he comes out with another hit. He, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, you know what? I feel like that hipster crew really pushed Ross over the top. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of people who had no reason to fuck with Rick Ross. But fuck with Rick Ross. You mean like Vice magazine? Shit? Exactly. Right. Like, yeah, he is like kind of a, a lot of, really a lot of corny him. white kids. Wow. Was like, I'm, wow. The wow. fuck? It's it's wow. corny white kids wow. in the world. Shots, okay. Shots fired. I can't shot. I can't. Shots were just fired. Listen, Vice magazine. I'm not even From not even advice. No. No. I won't say man. Vice is corny white kids, but there's corny white kids who watch. You know who's a corny white kid who works for Vice? That fucker. Uh, 
Thomas with the glasses. With who did the noisy shit? Yeah, he's man, that shit fuck. was corny, Eli. He's corny as fuck. You ain't see that shit? No. Man, that shit was corny, corny man. As fuck. Look, that whole welcome to Atlanta shit, right? He interviewed yeah. Chief Keith, and Chief Keith basically didn't fucking. Can we fuck talk about Chief Keith for a second? What, what do you want to talk about, about Chief Keith? Chief Keith. I want to Sosa. Sosa. Yeah, exactly. I, I've checked him out. I'm. I have some Chief Keith. I'm a semi fan. Are you a fan? I was. No, no. I'm. I'm saying. I think when we talk about learning disabilities, I think <laughs> Chief Keith. You know what? Yeah, I really do. That's not even slanderous. No, I'm that not. Might be he, that's, that, that might actually, be real. I really feel like that might be real. I think he might have. That's like, not even slander. Like, that's not even slander. Like, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even going. Just, I think that that actually came out about him. He has like light autism. Listen, but can we be honest? Like, there's a lot of rappers out right now. We are in a great era for rap. We got. A lot what a of great really year. talented. Twenty fifteen is a good year for okay, rap. Chief Keith is rapping on like literally a second grade level. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. And like I really, I gotta say, like we gotta call this out. All right. That uh -huh. is just, I mean, like I understand that there's an appeal to it, and there are some really killer beats that has gone along with it, mm -hmm. and it's totally unique. We hadn't heard this before, mm -hmm. right? But it's like that Chris Rock joke. You could drive your car with your feet. But like you know, it's a beat you got. It's a good idea. Like right. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Right. I get, have people really. Followed up with Chief, Chief Keith has spawned imitators. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah really. You think so? I, don't I know. mean, well, it's not even so much it's imitators, it's but it's like that movement of like those Chi-Town boys who are really real life fucking hooligans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole thing that's, about Chief Keith. That's what gives their whole movement. Well, yeah. it, like, this shit is oh, no, 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 no. They're, they're really fucking they're they're really, Bobby they're really Bobby hooligans. What about Bobby Smyrna? Bobby Smyrna is in prison. Bobby Smyrna is in prison. And his whole crew is in prison. Right. Yes. And in the rap that he was that guy made him, that made him, he was talking about real crimes. But if we got to keep it real and, and then to bring this shit whole full yeah. circle, Bobby Smyrna was fucking made famous by the internet. Okay? Sure, of course. Uh, not even just the internet. Social media. <laughs> exactly. A vine. A vine made Bobby Schmurder famous. When Bobby Schmurder hit the shmoney dance and threw his right. hat in the air, that was like it for everyone. Nobody even really cared what his music sounded like. It was just like, that was so fucking cool. And the way he did that shit was so tight. That everybody was like, fuck that, I'm gonna listen to the song. Man, I'm gonna do like, that thing. Man, I'm gonna do that thing. I'm gonna do that. Oh my god. So like a lot of these cats is being made famous on some real shit on accident. You know what I'm saying? Like on I wanna say accident. I wanna just, say it's accident. It's not an accident, but it's by social media. It's by the populace. It's yeah. not by like the gatekeepers of music. They're not passing through the filters. Of people who are like, are you making good music or not? Please listen they're, to my demo and all they're that. They're passing through the filters of uh, popularity. And it's like, yo, was that cool? Yeah, that was cool. Who's Bobby Schmurder? Oh shit, he has a song? It's not, it doesn't suck. Same thing Fuck with it. Chief Keith. We're rocking. Same thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Chief Keith. So you gotta understand that. And, and also, what makes them also popular, not only are they looking cool on this vine or on this social media, but what really makes them popular is that they're credible. They they actually shit is they they actually <laughs> do this shit and it's fucked up because now they are they're under pressure to do this shit or not even under pressure but their the attention is there and that's the why Bobby person, Schroeder's in jail the next person the who comes out there. has to have this credibility they're right and like it's more about gangster shit credibility than, than actual, actual talent music than actual talent and so that's, that's the shit that's that where we at right and now. that's where we at right <laughs> now in, in hip hop you know what I'm saying like. It's that's like that. I gotta be. It's like less my thing with the Bobby Schmurda. What? What his credibility? No, it's just like it's. Uh, 
I mean, I, I felt it was an interesting story because things he was rapping about probably indicted him in some way. It's like, no, he probably put himself... No, no. You know, I mean, that's if the you, thing I thought was if, like so... If like, anybody ever listens to Hot Nigga and looks at the sheet of people who were locked up in that lock... It all happened because of Hot Everybody's <laughs> name is in the fucking song. <laughs> I would trigger, I would rush, I would a rock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, I know. I would Roddy. <laughs> My nigga Mitch caught a body about a week ago. Like, all of that is in the song. All of them, was all of them are in jail. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like All uh, of them are in jail. So, like, the whole thing is like... They were not the shrewdest criminals. No, no. Because, because credibility is more right. important now. You it's gotta not understand. about being a smart It's not about being it's smart. It's about being, being a, a known criminal. It's about being a known criminal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And that's the thing. Like I said, this whole episode has been about social media and how this shit is running our lives and running us rampant. And literally these, now that we talk about Chief Keep and Bobby Smurder, for lack of a better way to put it, they're the victims of that entire mentality. They, they suffered because what they did was so credible and so real that the authorities well, got involved. This like the conversation <laughs> we were having like a couple months ago. Yeah. But on, on the, you know, I'm of the view mm -hmm. and uh, that yeah, we, we should end the, the drug war and just yeah, yeah, unilaterally yeah. disengage. Because yeah. I don't think Bobby Shmurda would have been a criminal. Like it's well, all wrapped up in the drug trade. If there was a way to is. say... And that like, trade was no longer something that's going to be illegal. We wouldn't have a lot of these problems. And look, this is going to sure. be our this going to be our conversation that we ride the podcast out of. Eli and I, I, I'm a barber. I can't hear. Eli is one of my longest standing clients. One of my homies, man. I really love it when Eli comes to the shop. We always engage on a different level in conversation, and literally, what we're talking about becomes what the shop's talking about. So when Eli comes in. Like, we really set it off. And one of the big conversations that we had was about a month ago, huh? Well, it was after the Baltimore. It was after the Baltimore shit. I remember, shit. like, because it was, like, so by the way, that's, you're talking about Twitter is reflecting that level in society right now. Like, we're, yeah. people in America are fucked up. And it's a hot summer. It's a hot summer, and people are <laughs> fucked up. People are emotional. Meek Mill, get the fuck off Twitter. Bamani Jones and Kwali, both of y'all get the fuck off Twitter and deal with hey, real Shaq life. Shaq and Scotty Pippen. Shaq and Scotty Pippen get the <laughs> fuck off Twitter. Like people. What about Action and Ghost? Oh, Action and Ghost, nah. Listen, hey, Ghost too real for that. Ghost need to stay on Action, bro. Hey, Ghost too real for that. Ghost said, "Look, I got you tour dates, man." <laughs> Ghost about that action. Ghost ain't gonna send you no tweets. So I, shout out to Ghostface and shout out to Action Bronson. That too, was for, like one of my favorite videos for, for being apologetic. That was great. When he was, that, when he was doing that, when he was doing that thing with Teddy in the background. Come on, Teddy. Let, let, let Teddy do it. He says, "Be for real." Listen, oh my God. But like, what's the real shit? No, we gotta get bring it back though. Like, yeah. this whole thing. This summer and this and this whole year with this social media shit has really been so crazy and people have been getting so carried away with this shit that we have to find a way to rope it in. We gotta find a way to come back together, y'all, and find the commonality instead of using this social media to like pick apart the differences between all of us. Because I feel like there's a lot of us that agree on a lot more things that we disagree on. But the fact of the matter is that the cachet is in disagreeing. The cachet is in arguing. Like, that's how you get popular. That's how you get lit Fact. out here. Fact. You know what I'm saying? That's how you get lit out here. I'm not trying to do that. I'm going to diss motherfuckers when I feel like they need to get dissed. And if you got a fucking problem, pull up. But at the end of the day, 
That's not what I'm here to do. I'm really trying to spread positivity and trying and to keep the, the vibes. That's what the world needs. That's what we need. That's, that's what everybody is feeding off of right now is the negative yeah, side. Yeah, that's, that's not but what it's about. But you can get a charge from both sides. Yeah, we can, you, know? you can get a charge. Exactly. Yo, when you jump a battery, you need to put the fucking tables on the positive and the negative side in order Real for that shit. shit to work. Alright? So we gotta bring those things together and we gotta find a way, y'all, to stop this stupid ass beef. Because at the end of the day, like, it's not really helping anyone. And no. especially the parties that are involved in it. Or the to culture. Or the culture. Stupid. Or none of that. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We all need a rap battle. You know what I'm saying? We could use a rap battle, but we don't need a rap battle that started over tweets, do we? Do we need a rap battle to start it over but three? It's on the other it is going to start. We also don't want rap battles to get to the Tupac video. No, no I don't think. Right. I think we're no, out of that space. I think yeah, we're out of that yeah, space. I think, so I think we're out of that space. So, like, for real, for real, everybody that's out there, anybody that's listening. What we need is, like, a new stop the Twitter violence rap. <laughs> exactly. You get all no, the rappers no, together. No, cease the like, tweets. Cease yeah, the tweets. Increase the peace. Exactly. Cease the tweets. Increase the peace. Exactly. Increase the peace, we're y'all. All, we're all in the same Twitter game. We all? Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. Exactly. Right? That's, nice. That's nice. We're all in the same Twitter game. Yo. All around the world. Yo. Right? Yo. Self-destruction. You're headed exactly. for self-destruction. Exactly. Through Twitter. Delete that shit, my nigga. Before you fucking send that tweet, think about that shit, all right? Hey, yo. And on that note, on some real shit, man, we had a blast out here, man. This has been Black Broadway, episode .5. Yo, we got off to... The roughest of rough stars. Y'all don't even want to know the shit that happened before this episode was even created and curated, man. But it was a pleasure and an honor to be in here with my man Vito Bronson one more time. Excellent. And my man Eli right. Lake. Yo, Eli everybody, Lake. ladies and gentlemen, check Eli Lake out Bloomberg on Twitter. Bloomberg View at Eli Lake. Is there an underscore or anything? No, no, no. Nope. It's all one word. All one word. E-L-I-L-A-K-E. With a check mark. Because he's, he's fucking verified. And we out here in these streets, y'all. Black Broadway, episode 0.5. We'll be back at y'all next week. One.